0: Hey guys, we are back. I am here with Garen, and we are going to talk about his sermon that he did yesterday, the 5th of December. And he talked about cults of all things. And he talked about unhealthy churches and what to look for if you ever uh if you ever leave 12, which I don't know why you would leave 12. It's a <laughs> yeah. perfect spot. But if you ever go somewhere else, what to look for? So Garen, the the question that I have heard is why? Why talk about this? You're kind of a troublemaker, Garen. You like to talk about things that other people don't talk yeah, about. Just,
1: just stir up the pot.
0: Yeah. That's you just like it. to stir the pot. And um, that's what you did here. You stirred the pot. So why Why this message? What was the point of it? Why did you feel like you needed to do it?
1: Yeah. Gosh, there's so many reasons. but And I tried to give a few that Sunday, but I had so much to say. I think number one is, is man, it was the reality. We were reading. We had read First Timothy. We were in Peter, we were in John, we were moving into Jude, every single one of those books is talking about false teachers. So it was one of the main topics that they were dealing with, and it was the reality in the first century. I just sat down a minute ago and wrote down in the book to, to the Ephesians, both Thessalonians, Galatians, Colossians, both Timothys, Titus, all three Johns, both Peters, Jude, and even in Revelation, we're in Revelation right now, and he says of the Ephesian church, um, he says, you, one of the things he loves about them is, I know you cannot tolerate those. You've tested those who claim to be apostles, but you found them false. He talks about, you don't follow the false teaching of the Nicolaitans. like That being watchful for untruth in the body is really, really important. And it was important in the New Testament. And so again, if we just ignore that and like, hey, we're just going to whistle and pretend like that could never come in here, or people in here could never get caught up in that, then that's uh, man to me. That's like, uh, yeah. What's it called when you don't do your job right? Like you, when you
0: you're like negligent. Yeah,
1: that's negligence. I mean, if the New Testament talks about it so much, and also I did a thing when I was a baby Christian. Our church brought in a guy, and it was called a a cult um, inoculation thing. And he's he gave statistics that most of the people who get into cults come out of evangelical Christianity. It's not non-Christians that are generally brought in the Mormonism, Jehovah's Witnesses, it's people that come no out of kidding. evangelical churches. Wow! And it's and he said it's because they're never taught an and inocu- they're never, you know, given any kind of a, a little dose of what's it look like. Or what you were going to
0: say vaccine, but that's too yeah, controversial I can't right now. can say
1: vaccine, but I can say inoculation <laughs> right now. So that's kind of what it was. That's what was happening in the New Testament. And I think it really needs to happen now. And I mean, even in 1 John, he says, we need to discern, know how to discern the spirits. And so to me, it's not a just like, oh, I'm going to assume everybody here is just always going to be in the right place. I can't. And the Word of God talks about it. I've got to talk about it, right? So to me, that's kind of what it was. And the other thing is maybe people don't know. There's just a significantly growing number of people in our body who are on a journey towards Jesus and don't know Jesus. And man, if, if a couple who's here at school and they're leaving to go to Wichita in a year. I do not want them leaving and not knowing what those thing what a cult or unhealthy church looks like. Mm -hmm. To me, it's for everybody. So that's that's what I would say, man. Mm. What What do you think? Give me your why do you think this is important? Why should a body hear or talk about this topic?
0: Well, something we're gonna say later at the end, but because we care about the church, the big C church, right? So like whether a believer is at 12th or whether they are at a church somewhere else in Kansas or America or worldwide, like we want the kingdom to grow. And so if we have people here who are growing with us for a time, but then are gonna leave and go somewhere else, we want them to continue to grow in a healthy place. It's not like we stop caring about them once they leave 12th. Like you go somewhere else and we want to give you the signs to look for the right church that's gonna grow you and not lead you further from Jesus. Because yeah. it's not just about what's happening at 2023 West 12th Avenue. It's right. about what's happening in the kingdom everywhere, right? Perfect.
1: And that, that's part of it for me is it's a kingdom vision. It's like, I can't just think about here, and we're doing great with this right now. We don't have these problems. But I've got to think about our society is so mobile. The people are in and out of this place and moving on. And so am I helping to get them in a kingdom place for a kingdom impact? Or are we going to not let them know this, and they may end up in a, in a bad place?
0: Right. So Garen, let me give you some pushback. I mean, yes, this is good information, but aren't you kind of controlling where people go? Like, shouldn't you just let people go where they want to go? Who are you to tell them like, oh, that's a bad place. Don't go there. And then also these churches or unhealthy communities that you're speaking against, whether they're cults or churches or whatever, wouldn't they say the same thing of you? Like you're saying they're whacked. They'd probably say you're whacked. So why should we believe you (laughs) over them? Right? Because you both have issues with each other, so why why listen to you, Garen?
1: Yeah, that's a really really good question. I think the first thing I would say is because uh, it's the issue of being exclusive. And I said a, a mark of a cult and an unhealthy church is they're exclusive. So let me let me back up and see if I can get out of this mess, Jordan. <laughs> the, number one, truth period is exclusive. So it doesn't matter who you are and what you believe. When you stand on truth, it's going to be exclusive. So we're exclusive because I believe Jesus is the Creator, the Lord. He, and he died in the cross for my sins and died and rose from the dead. And that excludes a lot of people who don't believe. Oh
0: that, no, right? we just checked the first box for a cold, Karen. <laughs> okay, let's see if it gets better.
1: <laughs> so the exclusivity is gonna happen. But the question is, is, is in these unhealthy places, they're saying we are the only true church in this town. Only us. Ah. We are the, like, I didn't mention the, there's a group that came out of China that's in America and they call them, the, their name is the local church. And they mean literally the local church. We have people in this church who came out of a church um, in another city, and they believe they were the only true church in that whole city. Nobody else was a believer who wasn't in that church. So that's exclusive in a different way than saying what I'm—our exclusivity is this, is orthodoxy and orthopraxy, especially orthodoxy, that whatever the church has believed historically in all places in all times you know, the Bible's the word of God. God is the creator. There's one God who's creator who exists in a triunity of Father, Son, and Spirit, that Jesus is the creator who died for my sin. I'm I'm saved only through him, and he will come again. That's a pretty big—there is exclusivity to there's that. There's lots but that's of churches big, who can fit into that. Yeah, there's a lot of churches right. that fit into that, and that have orthopraxy, that are healthy in their practice. We've got a number of them in Emporia. Yeah, I could point you to multiple churches in Emporia that fit that under that umbrella. So that's a big umbrella. So
0: if somebody came to you tomorrow and said, Hey, Garen— um we are going to leave 12. We're going to go to another church in Emporia. That You're not saying to them, you know, no, we're the only place <laughs> in Emporia that teaches the gospel. Like, everywhere else is wrong. You're saying, hey, there's a number of other healthy communities in this town, yeah. and I would bless you to go there if you yeah. want to go there, because I know they're teaching the same things that we are that are in accordance with yeah, the Bible. most definitely. Right, okay. Yes, most definitely. Okay. Yep. Um, you also talked about liberal churches and— does that mean if you voted for Democrat, you can't be a part of this church? Is that what this means? Like, what do you mean by, you said that liberal churches are, are growing, that they're becoming more of a threat.
1: Yeah, it So is. like,
0: what does that, what does that term even mean? And can you explain what you meant by that they're growing or they're becoming...
1: Yeah, more of them. There's more of them. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. A lot of churches are moving from, so this deals with orthodoxy, that there's an increasing number of churches in the West especially, but even it's happening worldwide who are moving from orthodoxy, who are saying the Bible isn't the word of God. There's a lot of errors in it. It was just a bunch of old white men who didn't know what they were saying, that that God is just, it's almost like pan- Buddhism. Oh, God's a spirit. It, like they don't really believe he's a personal God who talks to me, who's the creator. They'll be like, oh Jesus, he's just a wise teacher. They deny all the core of orthodoxy. And that has become really, is becoming more and more prominent in America and it really hit the mainline churches. I mentioned that briefly. Um, but this liberalism started in the 18, late 1800s in Germany. It hit seminaries of mainline churches here in like the 1920s and 30s. And a lot of people going to seminary to be pastors in that time were exposed to this, don't believe the Bible and all that. And they were, a lot of them were hitting ministries, 60s and 70s in churches. And that's when a lot of mainline churches became really liberal and started denying the core things of orthodoxy. And it's really, it's, it's just really prominent. And like I said, I talked to somebody in the church who I have so much respect for and who is so knowledgeable. And he, he's like, I didn't even know that. And I'm like, wow, we, people need to know that. So it even made the importance of what I did that day even more important. Like, do people know that when you go to a town, like, like I mean, I know people know, but I want, when they go to a town that they know what they know how to look for orthodoxy and orthopraxy in finding a good church because we want them in a healthy church making mm-hmm. kingdom impact.
0: So when you're saying liberal church, you're not talking about who they voted for. You're not talking about what news station they watch or what newspaper they read. You're talking about where are they at with theology. Where are they yep. at with orthodoxy? with orthodoxy and what do they really believe about the Bible? Yes,
1: exactly. That's what Because we're not all about.
0: churches are created equal and when you roll into a town, you can't just afford to say, "Hey, they've got a really cool church sign, and then it'll start till 11 o'clock. We can sleep in. Let's go there. You've really got to figure out what do they believe, yeah, and is it going to move me closer to Jesus, and yeah. is it going to be based on his word, or is it going to be based on something else? Yeah,
1: and you can't even be like, oh, I went to a Baptist church while I'm in Baptist in Emporia, so I'm going to look for a Baptist the next town, because I can tell you there are Baptist churches, even in my own hometown, there's two Baptist churches. One is very orthodox, and one is very liberal, and they have been since I was a kid. You can't just even show up and say, well, I'm going to do Baptist. No, you've got to know this stuff. It's yeah. really important.
0: Yeah, you can't even rely on denominations. It's really, you've got to do your homework yep. on what do they teach there and, and what's it look like.
1: Yeah. And there can be a mainline church that is very orthodox and very healthy in its practice mm-hmm. that you may end up at that place. But right. we need to know why and how we're where we are. Doesn't Tim Keller like. lead,
0: a, lead a mainline church? Yeah, he does. So obviously a great church, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay, so just to wrap up, TABC is the only church that you should go to. We have the truth and no one else does. Um, no, that was a joke. Just kidding. What we're really talking about is that TABC is not the only good spot. That It's not that we have it together and other spots don't. That's not the point. The point is you need to be in a church that is based on God's word, that has good orthodoxy and good orthopraxy. And um, if you're not aware that there are churches that aren't, moving towards Jesus that aren't practicing those things in a good way, like you need to be aware of that because if you ever leave twelfth, yep, we are fo- we are focused on the kingdom and we want you to grow with Jesus no matter where you are, not just the people inside our walls. Yeah.
1: I want we want people to be lifelong disciples. Yes. And not everybody's gonna be there here their whole life. Right. And to me, this is part of lifelong discipleship yep. is preparing.
0: It's getting in a good this. church. So it's not about trash in other churches. Nope. It's not about trash and other ways of uh not even worshiping God, but like cults and unhealthy communities. It's not about trashing anybody. It's about making sure that we, our people, that when they leave, they go to good communities that are following
1: Jesus. Yep, that's the whole thing, and that and knowing what health looks like. Because I talked about the the real. When you look at counter studying, you don't study a counterfeit. You study the real bill. So to me, even just knowing what's a healthy church look like. Mm-hmm. And we probably should hit those really quick, right? Please do. Yeah, to me, that the Word of God is central to who, that Jesus is central as the Creator, but the Word of God is central, that they study it, they study all of it, and that they're not holding beliefs that contradict the Word of God, The prayer is important, that they are on mission with God, that fellowship, and that it's a real family atmosphere, they love each other, that it's a place full of joy and grace, um, and that their generosity, that there's just radical generosity in that place, and that people are actually serving others, they're serving the body, they're serving others to me. Those things, those all come from Acts chapter 2 and 4. They're hallmarks of a healthy church, so find a place, if you ever leave here, that has that orthodoxy, and those hallmarks of a healthy church from Acts 2 and 4, and if you do that, then you're great. You're in a good place, and plug in, and belong, and make kingdom impact, because we're about the kingdom. So.
0: Excellent. The only thing I was disappointed with on that Sunday, the fifth, was that you didn't talk about the cult of K State because K State really has their fans held captive, and they really think they're they're good at a lot of things, and they're really not. They've got them brainwashed. So <laughs> we'll pray for the K State cult. But uh, other than that, I think it was good, Karen
1: Yeah, I think over half our tra- church is K State, so I couldn't go there. I just had to right. Go to that
0: That's line, why we save so. it for the podcasts. Yeah, and they can email us later. Okay, this was this was good. I I thought it was helpful. I I know that 12th is a place where people come and people go, and so it helps me to sleep at night knowing that when people leave, that we are equipping them to look for a Jesus-following community um, that's rooted in God's Word. So thank you, Garen, for teaching it. Thank you guys for being a part of this. If you have more questions, please follow up because this is so important, and we're so glad to be with you. We'll see you.